Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Six pounds, no. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in spritzer. Like a spritzer. Okay, uh-huh. here's what- Yeah. Okay, so in the family chat, my mom... For- the first thing you need to know about my mom um, is that my mom is the ultimate unbothered person that I know. Mm-hmm. She's the ultimate unimpressed person, ultimate unbothered just ultimate her she's so unbothered that when she sends a text message like the time it would take to look at it before she sent it is not time that she is gonna give and so it's kind of fun in the family chat because it's always like guess what mom's trying to say because it's not words um, and she doesn't have time and she doesn't care. Like this is a, she knows this is a thing and she doesn't care. And it's kind of like, it's our job to interpret Decipher, the, yeah. the not words that she sends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, all I have to say is, okay. She's like a, she's like a, um, like a charismatic church service. Yes. Yes. She absolutely so is. Any- and we're all, we're all the interpreters. <laughs> yeah. We all have the gift of interpretation. So (laughs) the other thing you need to know is that when, of course, when my dad sings Come Thou Fount, he pronounces Ebenezer correctly, which is not Ebenezer. Same. (laughs) Ebenezer. Yep. Okay. So all that to say, this, the family chat right now just like devolved into like people intentionally mispronouncing Evan Natzer. And what really blows my mind, what really just gave me the gym jams is that my mom took the time to correctly like put quotes around and spell and then put the little like the little like uh I don't know, apostrophe to like, you know, sometimes in hymns you have to like cut words in half. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. To make it fit the meter. My mom's entry into the devolvement of how do you pronounce Ebenezer was Evian Spritzer. But she like even <laughs> like shortened Spritzer. So it was like S-P-R-T apostrophe Z-R. And it's like this woman, she, you, she had to sit there. I know her iPhone tried to autocorrect this, but she did not let that happen so that her entry into this game could be as good as it was, Evian Spritzer is pretty great. Um, <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's a good entry. I'd vote for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she took the time to spell it correctly, which, or, you know, correctly. And it's like, right. That's the other thing about my mom is she's very competitive. Like she doesn't like to lose things and she doesn't right. lose things. Mm-hmm. So just the whole thing was just really special to me. And, you know, just it was just special. And now whenever I sing that song, I'm gonna hear Evian Spritzer in my head. 
which you already were correcting the the majority of what people were going to be singing right and now you're going to be you know self-correcting to the proper pronunciation but then also simultaneously yeah evian spritzer yes so your perfect. mom thanks thanks mom for that thanks, extra mom. little layer she'll never layer hear this added. she no. is not she's not bothered that i do a podcast like it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with her so like <laughs> she'll never know that i loved this vote this entry of hers <laughs> and that um it's just kind of funny because she would never have taken the time to correctly spell anything ever except for that so she could win well yeah yep i mean that i feel like that's a proper little that's a proper insight into your family as a whole but also into the woman that raised you and for those of you that are interested a woman that would be married (laughs) yes to pastor james white yeah (laughs) not impressed not easily impressed and really not bothered by anything so (laughs) well so does that mean that your dad is the impressed spouse oh yeah oh yes my dad thinks everything my mom does is magic he i mean thinks, as he should as he should he thinks She's the wonderful. world he thinks the world <laughs> of that woman he will just he will go on and on about how amazing and wonderful she is and he is he is and he's always impressed by her all the time and she couldn't tell you the last book he wrote or what it was called <laughs> she has no idea <laughs> and it works classic Classic and it works. unimpressed spouse. Yep. She's unimpressed. There's, there's always one. There's always one. I'm unimpressed. Always and the impressed. impressed. Yes. And that and it works. That's it works that way. I think it has to. Some people have written in, by the way, to say, oh no, you know, both of us are the impressed spouse, or both of us mm-hmm. are the unimpressed spouse. And I don't believe any of them. I, I think that they have misdiagnosed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they have misdiagnosed. You know, I think there's a margin of error for both impressed um but i think that people i think two unimpressed people cannot get married to each other no (laughs) i just don't think that would happen no Mm -mm. (laughs) or Mm -mm. i don't know or you're about to discover something sorry if you think you're both the impressed person yeah in the marriage i don't care if it's been 20 years i'll still tell you well you'll find it out soon enough you'll figure it out yep it just hasn't happened yet. That's the way the one of these crumbles. One of these days. Sorry. You'll, you'll be like, wait a minute. I'm the impressed spouse. Yes. I really am. It'll dawn on you one day. I was able some I had friends say, no, this is I'm impressed and they're unimpressed. And I was like, no, mm-mm, that's wrong. Let me tell you why. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, once you start seeing it, you can't unsee it. It's just one of those yeah well there you go so if you are a person that happens to think you're a part of a like a double unimpressed or a double impressed you're just wrong you need to ask your ask friends your friends because they're gonna actually know ask your friends yeah <laughs> it's uh, so true who who's who are we gonna just <laughs> do we talk about this or what yeah it's fine <laughs> so <laughs> He he has to sleep with a sleep mask now too because it's so bright. I think I already told you guys this. Did I already tell you this? 
that even my husband who can sleep through anything who yeah just no, laid, laid no, down right behind me yeah no you left that detail out i feel like that's an important detail to this whole thing because <clears throat> if a husband yeah can't sleep through it then it's just bright it's like there's no blackout curtains there's no no it can't be fixed and um he was just like having a really hard time sleeping which has pretty much never been true in his whole life because he's a male and uh yeah and he so, works like a physical job so yeah that's double like it's just, just... in arizona so um, yeah well now if anybody wants to get summer some his and hers sleep masks <laughs> that she'll be able to think of you each night you can. Um, it's funny because I was thinking like, I actually like my sleep mask. It's one of those ones I just like found them on Amazon. They like don't touch your eyes. They like are concave. So oh, they like, okay. it like sits around your brow bone. Why are you laughing? Is that the well, wrong what word? I really, what I really imagined was like tanning, the little tanning <laughs> things. <laughs> With the little like pinhole. <laughs> Dude, if they'd work. I don't know. I just, I just imagined like walking into your bedroom and you and Eric like laying there like perfectly, and no. <laughs> with tanning glasses on. That is how bright it is in our room. I think we could get it. I think we might tan at night actually if we weren't using blankets. Like that's how bright it is. But <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's wearing one of them right now. If you look. Yeah, no, I can see. That's why yeah. I was like, I saw him come in and I was like, well, we're recording, so I won't say hello. <laughs> and then it was like, now he's laying down. Now he's putting on a purple face mask. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I what do I do? Do I let this go and just pretend it's not happening? Absolutely not. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> the great news is, is he will fall asleep anyway. Um, yeah, that's that's really just especially the with the eye mask. Like, yeah, the fact that he's planning on taking a nap right now in the background of the podcast. So now you know which one of us is the impressed spouse and the unimpressed spouse. <laughs> like the this the image you're getting right now is the picture of it, like one hundred percent. <laughs> oh, uh, it's gosh. inescapable anyway you guys can leave me oh wait your joy we never got that far true um and i'm here with my beautiful co-host summer and here we are <laughs> our husbands keep being funny in the background i know ours yeah recording at home is in. recording at home is something else um yeah someone someone was afraid that and this is funny, but somebody was afraid. Do you remember like two weeks ago when we had to go through that horrible thing where we had a time limit <laughs> and we mm. were like out of, we were like breathlessly. Mm. Um, yeah, that nightmare, someone was, I mean, maybe misunderstood us and thought that we were going to start doing that every week. And she emailed oh, and was no. like, please don't like, I, I oh, can't, no. I don't like the idea of not having any chit chat. And she was like really upset um, so I hope that we have thoroughly dispelled her fears that we, though, that kind of thing is only going to happen very rarely and yeah. under, under duress. 
I think yeah. is the yeah. moral of the story. Yeah, we don't want to. That's just not our way. No, fret, no, fret not. No, that's not. So our way. don't worry about that. Um, you guys can leave us a voicemail at four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. And um, let's see. By the time we release this, I mean it'll probably be our last week in Out of the Silent Planet. Probably, oh, yeah. or maybe our second to last week. We're about to finish but up. Close enough. Close enough. Um, well, and then do we already know what book we're doing? Do we? I don't think we do. Do we? Are we doing? You know the one. The one. <laughs> right away. I don't think we can. I don't think the timeline. I, I don't think, think we can. Be and like... then our New Zealanders, we have like a New Zealander and an Australian who said they wouldn't be able to get the book in time. So not yet. I don't know. Okay. I don't so know. The moral different. of the story is just join book club. It's a good time. You can watch any of our past lives or current lives by joining patreon.com slash theologians. And we have not decided what book we're reading next. Right now we're reading Out of the Silent Planet. Um, and that's been a really good time, especially because some of the ladies in book club have taught a class on it before. So that's been really interesting for us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's been great. And um, yeah, at some point we are going to read Rosaria's new book. Oh, yes. But that way, that way, if so, it won't be for this next one but potentially the following one i would think yeah i would that would give people plenty of time to get the book yes Um, i i figured i'd let everybody know just because i know how much everyone loves when we just cryptically talk about things but don't actually name them (laughs) when we talk about books or movies or songs or whatever and then we're just like yeah but we can't tell them what it is (laughs) i could not um recommend this next book more and i know i've said that very strongly um i yeah i've read it and i think you got did you finish you've read it Mm -hmm. um and it's just excellent and it's called five lies of our anti-christian age yep and it's coming out in september so i mean by the time you guys hear this it'll be it's coming out this month so Um, so you can grab, pre-order or yes potentially order it depending just on when get your copy we're gonna to read it. we're definitely gonna read it in book club at some point so yeah get your copy now yes yes okay yes. um yeah i'm ready I'm so, so now ready. it's my now it's my uh storytelling episode so summer got to kind of just like hang out in preparation for this week which is always sort of fun weirdly yeah fun. it was like we it was weird last night i yeah. felt like what am i doing right now well not like prepping I, anything right <laughs> seriously um and that's what i did last week so here we are yeah um and then of course i think i teased last week that this is just for some reason i'm doing a story that i hate this week um, okay. And I'm for so some interested. reason, you gave. So, like, we'll plan shows and pick topics and all this stuff. And we'll be like true crime or mystery or storytelling or just whatever. And so, I don't even know what you said, but my brain interpreted it as true crime. Okay. And I'm like, and then you told a, a just beautiful story of survival. And I'm like, was it beautiful? I don't know. Why? Was I was like, Oh, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but it's like, 
And then as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, man. And I'm doing this story that I hate. That, but that I always, anytime we pick true crime okay. storytelling, I'm okay. always, con- I always consider doing this case. And then I'm always just like, oh, it's horrible and it's just depressing. Oh, great. Um, I can't wait. What is so, that even? It's horrible yeah, and depressing. So, okay. So all of us are just welcome to the story I hate. Now, I don't hate it. I still feel like there's a reason it appeals to me to do it. Yeah, there is something um, there. And we'll have we can have a conversation about why that is okay um, but it's the just last time stories. you told a true crime story it was one of my favorite ones and it was a horrible story but you told it really well so i think you can you'll do it what even was that uh what the poet of one? wichita oh that was horrible but like at least nobody died you know well um, someone but- just just pooped on their porch that's all <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's would, fine. <laughs> now that I said that, I would recommend listening to that before you. No, it was a great, draw some sort of conclusion. very interesting story. <laughs> yes, no, it was a very interesting story. You did a good job. Um, but okay, so all right, are you ready? Is everyone ready to just I'm like so ready? This, I'm so ready. They this whole thing. They already know more okay. than me because there's a title, and I have any. I don't even know what you've titled this. I don't even yeah. know. So in my mind, it is a somewhat well-known true crime story, depending on what circles you run in. Okay. So I didn't, I really didn't want you to know because I'm like, I'm, I'm sure she's heard this story, but okay. it's one of those things that's like, it just depends on how much you remember of okay. it. And then of course, again, it would, it would absolutely make sense for the feel and tone of this episode that you would already know because this is the worst story i hate it okay now i'm about to tell it to you okay okay i'm ready all right so um seems like a good place to start is always date and place yeah so march 12th 2011 okay and we're in bethesda maryland which is okay. sort of a ritzy suburb of Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, and like lots of high end shops and mm. things like that. So this think is of where kind the of rich like, men north of Richmond live. You don't know about the song, Joy? Are you no. never on the internet? Stay outside. It's oh, fine. oh, is that the, the guy with the red hair? Okay. That says the cuss word. Oh and like no! Has, and everyone has feelings about it. <laughs> it is the one guy that's ever said a cuss word. It is <laughs> that guy. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you know, I know about it, but would it surprise you to know I have not listened to the song? <laughs> I can't get through it. I don't care about it at all. But I couldn't. I couldn't not say the pun. So we're talking yeah. about the rich men north of Richmond, apparently. Right. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's not it's OK to just not listen to everything. It is if OK. Take away, yeah. If you take away a lesson from this little part yeah. of the conversation. Just know like, you don't have to listen to everything. You can turn totally off this cool. podcast right now. 
Seriously. No one is forcing you, you to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I hope no one's forcing you to be here. Are you starring in your own uh, true crime where they make you listen to <laughs> sheologians? You might be mm. if egalitarian if your captors are forcing you to listen to this right now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh man. I'll let you tell the story. Okay. We got we got to the date and the location. No, it's fine. Can you tell? I'm just like <sighs> I'm ready. I'm so ready. Okay. Well, so like I said, there's a lot of high-end stores um, and there is a store that I'm sure many of us have heard of. It's called Lululemon. Now mm-hmm. most of you know what this case is. Mm-hmm. Um, so the manager of the Lululemon uh, gets to work um, and she's slightly irritated to find the door open and the alarm's not on. And... Uh, then her irritation uh, turns to concern when she notices that mannequins are overturned and clothes are thrown everywhere and a TV is like crashed to the floor. Um, and then she sees some blood and listen to this, ladies. She walks out the, out of the store and calls 911. Good job. Good does girl. She, does she keep going? Do not keep going. No, no. Not keep looking. So she uh, she makes the uh, the genius decision to turn around, leave exit. the store, exit the and building, call nine one one. And you, then with- you know what you need when you find a bloodbath. You need a man. <laughs> this is yes. no longer any of your business. Right. Well, and honestly, so what ends up happening, and I didn't even really include this in the notes, but she like is upset, walks outside, calls 911, and there's an Apple store right next door. And the guy, um, there's a guy waiting outside because they had just released the iPad 2. So um, this was like. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. Um, And so. yeah, I'm like, I don't know what Apple product releases look like now, but it used to be like lines around yes. the block. I don't know. Yes. But so um he of course notices that she's upset. So he actually did end up going in to make sure, like, to see if there was anyone. And then as he's there and like kind of stumbling upon the scene, the police already arrived. So he didn't okay, really- good. He yeah. did. So we did have an instance of a man kind of rushing in, but he was. He wasn't needed. He was after there. That. No, no. Um, yeah, probably all he did was just unnecessarily traumatize himself. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what they found. Okay. So um, they find two Lululemon employees. Uh, one is named Brittany Norwood. And she's zip tied at oh. the ankles and wrists and unconscious, oh, but, but breathing. Al- but alive. Okay, great. And she was quickly whisked away by EMS. Great. Um, and then uh, they find blood everywhere and a intense struggle. So like, like someone who was, the person who was bleeding was... Covering a lot a of ground and yeah. fighting and um, it's, there is just blood everywhere. It's uh, disturbing. 
Um, there are a bunch of large male, well, large, large enough to where you would assume it'd be a male, uh, tennis shoe footprints all over the place. Okay. Um, like all kind of all through the store. Um, and then, uh, they find a bunch of weapons, a bunch of items, tools, eight tools covered in blood and like a near a toolbox and unfortunately also near another employee of the store who is named Jaina Murray and she's like brutally deceased. she's no longer with us okay no and has not been for some time okay so they find her uh obviously they don't quite know this at the time but she has um over 330 wounds many of them to her head and face. Do you see why I hate this? Yeah. Um, 105 defensive wounds. Mm. Uh, and ultimately, uh, which was her cause of death, um, a severed spinal cord. So she was, she was um, not really just, brutally attacked. Yes. Uh, mm. And of course, anyone who's into true crime is probably instantly like, Oh, Wow. That doesn't happen every day and that certainly seems personal to some extent or sadistic i don't know yeah anyway um do you see why i hate the story yes <laughs> uh so of course there's a surviving witness she's like the ultimate they don't have um this store doesn't have i'm sure everyone knows what lululemon is but it's a very high-end yoga athletic store and um they don't have uh internal security cameras probably just has something i know it probably has something to do with like like that sort of takes away from the like high end lots of really high-end stores are like that because it sort of suggests um it's like the idea is kind of like well people who steal don't come in here you know right right um which is just so silly. I feel like Whatever. I'm willing to bet Lululemon has internal security cameras now. I would hope so, though. I do have to say um, this. I don't even remember when this happened, but at some point in the last few years, two employees got they were getting robbed and it was sort of just like a it's all on camera. It's recorded just like everything now um, by a phone. And right. two guys are like running in and just grabbing stuff. And these female employees are like, get out, get out. Which, first of all, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not losing my life over um, <laughs> anybody's yoga pants. Well, so they got fired. They got fired because they tried to stop them and then called 911. And they said that was like in a violation of. In violation of the company policy to not like put your life at risk to. To. <laughs> So they got fired. Anyway, I I mean, I could tell you a few stories about why I think Lululemon kind of isn't the greatest company ever, but that's fine. Whatever. This is not why I'm telling the story. But I feel like it might become why we want you guys to hear the story. The more you tell me, <laughs> the more I feel like this is an anti-Lululemon ad and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean, I already know a lot of you guys listening to this are just like, well, case in point, yoga pants, done. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> right. 
I'm good. They don't sell head coverings at Lululemon. <laughs> you could take the yoga pants and cut strips and then be a you real take, Christian. You could probably take one of their shirts and wear it, you know, <laughs> as, a, as, a as a small a, triangle a head small... covering. Perfect. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is this um, is restoring nature. Grace restores nature. <laughs> Don't worry, it only cost you $75. Anyway. Which is what um, a lot of the headscarves cost anyway. Okay, all right, we're done. Okay, you guys wanted a head okay. covering conversation. You got it. You got it. I didn't put that in the in my description, though, so how will they know? Whatever, yeah. you'll just have to listen. Here you are. Um, okay, so, uh, of course, they wanted to talk to the surviving victim yes uh slash witness Brittany Norwood because she's of course going to be able to tell them what happened um so she had been taken away and stabilized and um they interviewed her and this was her uh what she told them so Jaina who was uh the deceased and um a closing supervisor Okay. Had closed the store with Brittany. So it was just the two of them Mm. uh, that Friday night and they left the store. So she set the alarm, locked up and left. Uh, Brittany realized then that she had left her wallet in the store and was able to kind of quickly get in touch with Jaina. And Jaina hadn't even gone that far. Mm. So she came back and was like, yeah, I'll uh, let you in. You can grab it really quick and We'll just leave mm. again. Yeah. Because um, Br- Brittany had her um, her Metro card and she was going to take public transit. So she Keep needed in mind, it. Again, yeah. So she really couldn't. It wasn't even like, you know, drive home without your ID and whatever. Hope for the but best. So, yeah. Yeah. So she like had no way of getting home. Um, So they walked to the back to the break room to get her wallet. And at some point. Uh, two masked men entered the store through the unlocked door, which mm. they had been left unlocked because the expectation was that they would just be walking in, in grab and the out. wallet and yeah. leaving again. Um, so when the two women were leaving the store, the men jumped out and attacked them. Mm. Uh, sh- Brittany said they were separated by the men and just brutally beaten. Yeah. The man that had her uh, called her just horrible things, racial slurs, that kind of thing, um, while he led her around the store so that she could help him open safes or whatever, and he could steal things. Um, mm. And the man said that if he, she tried to get away, he would cut her throat. Right, so at course, many yeah. points, at many points, she saw Jaina and she could tell she was severely injured she was even like went to her at one point, but then they'd be separated again. And um, eventually she was taken to the bathroom and was assaulted. And I'm not going to go into the details of that, but it is important that I tell you that her description of that assault was very graphic and um, just, uh, well, I don't know. Again, I the whole point. Of, I I don't really feel the need. It's not necessary. The guy to deserves say, the death penalty. 
yeah so okay yeah it wasn't just like uh, yeah i don't even want to say this because it's going to totally come across wrong but it wasn't even just a super cut and dry type mm. of assault it was very um just sadistic i guess is the way like yeah it was creative in trying to yeah. cause her pain and mm. things like that <clears throat> so she was tied up and um they left the store and this was all like so i this is all by 11 at the latest wow i think i think it happened around 10 if i'm remembering mm. just because they closed and then right cleaned came everything up and, and then, then left but then shortly came back but so this is all like so quickly after yeah. they've returned to the store um and the store in general has not even been closed that long. Right. Um, okay. And so now we get to this part where. So this is why I hate this story. I hate this story because of the way that people tell this story. Mm. And so I'm going to deviate from the classic. Okay. Technique, I suppose. Um, and, and I mean, I get it because. So it's usually the stories told like over, you know, a podcast over an hour. Some podcasts have done it like two hour things on it, like two pod, two hour long podcasts. And so they do this like winding, weaving, setting up the story. And uh, then there's like this reveal at the end of what really happened. Um, oh, and you're just going to give us the reveal right and now. And of course, like I, I get that twist endings are more entertaining, but my hatred for this story just does not um it doesn't permit me to to give like, it a cinematic twist yeah and then like cleverly reveal the truth at the end um okay because i mean so the part that everyone lengthens too much is that lululemon did issue a reward for like any information leading to finding these two guys there was vigils there was people were afraid to walk around at night because this was supposed to be a safe area. Like all of that is true. But the truth is, is that the day after this happened, the police started like, so in the public, it, everything yeah. was very unknown, but within one day, the cops were like, we think we know what happened here or it's becoming more clear. And then within a week, like at the end of a week, the person responsible is arrested. And so like the person yeah hmm. so okay so i'll expand on this in a little bit but i just don't want it to i don't want it to be su suspenseful because i don't think any clever anything clever happened here and anything that we perceive as clever was completely dismantled in a week mm. um mm. and For some reason, okay, the t that version, that way of telling the story, the f the flowery storytelling version of the story, um, makes it seems like uh, the lies of Brittany Norwood are mm -hmm. believable, and they mm -hmm. aren't. Like almost immediately, they're not. Um, and so that's if you listen to any p other podcast on this, there is this like who was it here's what the police thought here's the leads they examined but a day after this happened yeah the police were like 
it seems like Brittany Norwood was involved. And then pretty soon yeah. after that, it was like, it seems like Brittany Norwood did this. Yes. Um, and she's such a liar. Yeah. Like she's such a liar that has clearly not ever been held accountable for her lies. That that's why the story bugs me is that every time I've heard it told, yes. it's always this like, ooh, and then you find out at the end. And it's like, no, nope. She's just a liar who thought she could get away with everything because everyone just pretended to believe her lies for her whole life. Yes. Yeah, like, and so it yeah. just, it bothers me. And I almost find it like, I already I, knew. Gonna... So like, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if it's because I, I, I don't feel like I've listened to a lot of true crime lately, but I already knew when, when this was about the wallet. And then when her story was fantastical and she was left alive, I was like, yeah, there's something right? up here. Yeah. Um, if there were two men, she let them in. Like if there were two men, right. he was getting a cut. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this well, is that was obvious. The, that was the original theory before. And that was mainly just because you see the circumstances. She has this horrible, heartbreaking story of things that happened to her. Um, and so, you know, it's were like they able wish... to corroborate any of her physical injuries. Well, let's get into it, shall we? OK, yep. Let's go. So everything starts to crumble very quickly. Uh huh. So this male shoes, size 14 shoe prints that were found all over the crime scene mm -hmm. uh, were a pair of shoes that belonged to the store. Mm hmm. And they were found cleaned. Mm -hmm. so the, it's it's weird and i don't know maybe someone understands this more than i do but basically the reason why they had these huge male shoes is because leggings are sort of inconvenient to try on because you can't like because of the shoe thing it's not like you can just like easily slip them over the shoe so they had a huge pair of men's tennis shoes available for you to basically like put your feet in so that your foot could easily slide in and out and you could try on leggings. And like, they weren't the first time I, for a very long time, I thought they just sold men's shoes in the store, but that's not the case. So okay. these are a pair. They, like I said, they serve some functional purpose, the, which is what I described. That doesn't yes. make a ton of sense to me, but I'm also not a yoga girly. So yeah. What I, do I know? What I <laughs> You're telling me brand new news right now. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Um, okay. So there was also no evidence of sexual attack, which for Jaina is honestly like one of the only moments of levity in this whole story. Um, but for Brittany, I, the reason I really wanted to highlight the really just sick story of assault that she came up with. Um, again, I'm not going to give any details, but this was not even just a false rape allegation. This was like, she added details to this that make it especially disturbing to eventually find out that it was a lie. Um, and so, yeah, so she, there was no, and to not like to borderline on gross, what she described happened to her would absolutely leave physical evidence. Right. Um, right. So it's not, it wasn't like a, oh, well, sometimes there isn't, you know, yeah. apparent. Yeah. But um, so yeah. This would have been so, apparent. Yeah. 
So uh, all the weapons that were used came from inside the store and were company property, um, which I just want you to consider included a box cutter, a hammer, a mallet, a little, you know, like when you have in a retail store, you have like the pegboard and you put the little wire arms in that you can like put shelves on. One of those was used. Um, and that actually, her being hit with that is apparently what like gave her, fractured her skull. And anyway, uh, mm. she was just, you know, it was yes. horrible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so here's the big, here's the thing. One day after this happens, they find Jaina's car, which has kind of been a missing element in all of this, which is mm. like, where is Jaina's car and all mm. of this? So they find it a few blocks away, parked in a garage, like a parking garage. Um, and uh, Brittany's DNA is inside of it. So weird, right? So, um, right, yes. Yes. So they, uh, they go to interview her again. Brittany, yes. They talked, yes. Yeah. So they're like, we found, you know, they don't tell her what they find because the police never tell you what they find. Right. Um, you know, get a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Great Not advice. that I think, like, I don't know. I just always give that advice. Even if, uh, even, I mean, I'm not, I'm not for, I'm certainly not for guilty person, guilty persons not being prosecuted to the full extent of the law, but no, but don't talk to on. the cops. Get come a lawyer. On. Come on. It's 2023. Get a lawyer. Especially if you're innocent. <laughs> Especially. Especially. <laughs> um, but so they went and they talked to her again and she, she uh basically said that her the car was illegally parked out in front of the store because again they were planning on just running in and out so jana didn't do her like park far at the back of the parking lot and walk up she just pulled up to the front to run inside and let britney get her wallet um and that according to uh Brittany drew too much attention. So these two men said, you get in the car, you move it. No. Um, if we've seen your ID, so we know where you live. And if you don't come back, we will kill you. No. Um, no, that didn't so, happen. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, that didn't happen. So it's like, why would they let her leave the store unattended? And why wouldn't she just run for her life? And um. And also, so they have records of a police officer in patrolling the area that actually noticed Jaina's car with a mm. person inside of it. And for a second, he thought, maybe I should just see what that person's doing here. But then mm. he was like, oh, they're probably just, you know, living their life, stopping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, unfortunately, the cop didn't do anything. Um if he had, he would have found. He would have. He would have found Brittany covered in blood right. in a car. But you know, regardless, that he doesn't yes. bear responsibility. No. Um. But but the, she even in the interview admitted that she saw the police officer, and so she was so she was said she was so afraid that they would come kill her that she couldn't even 
reach out to a police officer that she saw when they let her free unaccompanied by them to go park the car blocks away and then return back. Whenever someone um, starts telling you the stupidest story you've ever heard, just yes, know it's a that lie. it's not, it's, it's not true. It's a lie. It's not true. Uh, like I'm so I'm not, and I'm not even encouraging, like I'm not saying lie better, but like there are 10 stories that I could come up with like that, that would have been better than the one she told. And that's because She's a liar who thinks people believe her lies, yeah. which means people have pretended to believe her lies because they didn't her want to deal life. with it. Yes. Right. They don't want to deal with how often she yes. lies. So they're just like, right. okay, oh, that's what happened right. when you were being oh. attacked by mystery men. And you- okay. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, the way that she was tied up was weird. Um. Like she was tied up at her wrists and ankles, but they felt like she could have done that herself. And they felt like at any time she could have, like it wasn't the way she was tied, she wasn't tied up to anything. So she, if she was really in fear for her life, like she could have scrambled and shimmied and like done something to try to escape but in yeah and and which which kind of just leads also to this this whole idea that she was unconscious when they found her but it wasn't really like she had any injuries that would explain her being unconscious for eight to ten hours it was kind of like they just started attending to her and she just like woke up. So that means she was just laying there in, oh, her, that's so in weird. this girl. Yeah. She was just laying there. Oh, for that's who, I don't so know when weird. she laid down, but she was laying there for some amount of time. Like we're talking about a store opening at what the, the manager gets there at seven and she's found at seven. And this all happened before 11 o'clock the night before. Like, oh, yeah, this girl's weird. What was she doing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, we will, well, or maybe fortunately, we will never know. Um, But also, um, you know, not that it joys me to think back on all of Jaina's injuries, but Brittany's injuries were just nothing compared. Right. Like you you were asking. They just, they were nothing compared to Jaina's. And I, I think in the moment when they found her, she was covered in blood and she did have some injuries. And so it was just, but it it really wasn't apparent until they stabilized her just how little she was injured, injured comparatively compared yeah. to uh, the person Jaina. that was dead with right. over 330. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so she had like shallow scratches and now obviously she had been in a struggle. She was like beat up because jaina was fighting for her life right um and uh and then the worst self-inflicted injury she had was from a box cutter on her hand because obviously the box cutter was slippery from her attacking brutally attacking jaina and so she had the worst the worst injury she had so she thought i need to inflict injuries on myself to make it look like i was also attacked so right. she just scraped herself lightly because that's how much a narcissist she is. She <laughs> thinks someone will believe that, that that compares. And then <laughs> I like, I already know she probably 
she probably hurt her hand and was like, oh, yes, like that at least looks compelling. Like a real injury. It, yeah. Right. And But she didn't even mean to do it. Like she didn't even, the girl did not even have the ability to commit to right. this just, just right. lie. Horrible she's, lie. She was she's banking on people just believing her. Yes. Oh, yes. Um. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm going to just tell you guys what really happened. What happened? I want to know. Yes. Um, I want to know what she got out of this. Yeah. So some of this like didn't make to, make it to court because some of it was hearsay, but this is what we know. Okay. Uh, so weeks before this event, Brittany Norwood was transferred from another Lululemon store to the one that Jana worked at weeks. Okay. So Brittany Norwood knew Jana Murray for weeks. Wow. Two to three two to three weeks wow this was because Brittany and several other employees at that store had abused an employee discount program to the level of theft why was she not fired so that was the thing there was there so they normally have a discount but from what i read and heard they have like a special day where they get ultra discount and okay. so all these employees at this one store were in on it together and they all abused the discount day. Okay. So because there were so many of them, this the company was basically just like, we're going to transfer you guys and you're going to be on probation. So like if anything happens for the next X amount of days, like you're instantly fired. Um, but just I guess there was like a whole group of them doing it to the point where they were just like, we can't lose this many employees all at once okay i don't know what kind, what kind of wonderful <laughs> employees are these that they can't yeah. anyway okay well, that you know, seems like all, a bad decision yeah they've all reached uh enlightenment through yoga that's why they're <laughs> thieves um and so uh so I mean, that's basically the story of how she got transferred. But a further story is that Brittany was a thief, like, like a lot. She had been kicked off of her school soccer team and kicked out of her college, her university for stealing. Um, like it was just like a thing that people when the police went and interviewed people she had known previously, they were just like, oh, yeah, the thief, Brittany Norwood, the thief. Like, oh my. So there were she had friends that were like, that was her only vice. She was like such a nice girl, but she just loved to steal things. So she was a total thief liar. Like, I don't this is just this is she was even suspected of stealing from the store already. The one she had just transferred to. It just you just said that, I don't know, that just like really hit me. Thieving and lying go together. Oh yes. And it's like I'm thievery, just gonna... thievery is a form of lying. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. Sorry. I like that. Let's it's revisit like, it. Okay. When we have this conversation at the end. I definitely yeah, okay. want to hear that. Okay. Um, okay, but so she was known for stealing things. She had that's already received, she had already been punished. Like getting kicked out of a university, that's pretty much peak ruin your life type punishment. So for those of you that think just punishing someone will like behavior modification because they're afraid to i don't know didn't work yeah. for her no didn't work mm -mm. um 
because ultimately she wasn't really held accountable for anything. Right. They were just like, oh, you can't. If she go didn't to have to here. pay it back, then right. she wasn't yeah. held accountable. Um, so anyway. Uh um, so probation or not, uh anyone who's worked in a retail setting knows that it's pretty uh commonplace for a manager to check the bag of employees as they're leaving. Um and especially depending on uh you know mm-hmm. where you work. But mm-hmm. so uh that was obviously Lululemon's policy, and so Jaina and Brittany were closing that night and Jaina opened up Brittany's bag and there was a pair of yoga pants inside and um, she was like, okay, I just need to see the receipt. And Brittany was like, oh, I misplaced the receipt, but I bought them from this girl. And Jaina was basically just like, okay, like I'll check with her. uh, But because we're walking out the door right now, like, let's just leave this till tomorrow. So um, she Mm. got in the car she got in her car and drove away. What Brittany did not realize is that Jaina immediately calls that employee. And the employee was like, no, I didn't sell her those yoga pants. Then, so she, I mean, and we're talking, this is such a little timeline compared to all the things that are jammed in here. So she, I would assume she like almost instantly, as soon as she gets off the phone with that employee, it's like she got a call from Brittany saying, I left my wallet inside the store. Can you please come back and um, let me in so that I can get home? Right. Um, and uh, okay, so Jana returned to the store. Obviously, that's we know and we don't know exactly how everything went down once they re-entered the store. Um, But so one thing that we did find out is that it would have been especially inconvenient for Brittany to have been fired right now because she had she was leaving Lululemon because she had secured a job like a dream job as a as a personal instructor uh, at a gym. Oh, and it would not be but good. She for her did to not be, want to get. Yeah, no, for her to be fired for for stealing um, was not going to look good. Like as she was sort of fit in the finishing phases of this job that she had wanted. Um, and uh, again, we don't know exactly all of what happened uh, when they both went back into the store. But we do know a few things about the, the stealing and why she would not be caught want to be caught for stealing. And because she was on probation, she certainly would have been fired uh instantly for being caught right. stealing. Right. Um Okay, so what we do know is at some point after ten, Brittany Norwood brutally attacked Jaina Murray after luring her back to the store. Luring her back. And I don't yeah. know what was going through her head, but she knew that mm. she was gonna get Jaina to come back. And something was going to happen. Mm. Um, so they spent, so uh, the investigators estimated that she, she spent 20 or so minutes struggling with and attacking Jaina with eight different weapons. So again, we don't totally know exactly how all of that went down, but they were both very physically fit and it is, completely obvious that Jaina fought with every, she fought until she could not fight anymore. Mm. 
Um, and at one point, uh, just based off of everything, they know that she even almost made it to an emergency exit to like, whether to escape or to just open the door and sound an alarm. Uh, but um, 20 ugh. minutes, that's like an eternity when you're oh, yeah. in a physical yes. struggle. Oh, yes. And that's so, so like, insane. So uh, in one of the court proceedings, a forensic examiner said he put it like this because it's like, it's kind of like, oh, 20 minutes, like, blah, whatever. No, that's he was a long like, time. If, if she had inflicted, if she had inflicted a wound every three seconds, that would be 16 minutes. So there's a part of me that even wonders if this went on for longer than 20 minutes. The only thing that makes me think 20 minutes could be a good estimate is that a forensic examiner was pretty convinced based off of an autopsy that she had been alive for all of it until she wasn't until that final blow that severed her, severed her spinal cord and then she was gone. Um, so mm. you're about to know again why I hate this story. Okay. We do have somewhat of a timeline of the event because the employees at the neighboring Apple store were no. working late because no. of the launch of the iPad 2. No. And they heard the whole thing and did nothing. And I don't mean we speculate that because of the extremity of the attack, they heard the whole thing. We know because they said it with their own mouths. They said it with their own mouths. What do they you mean heard, they heard it? They heard fighting, screaming, crying. And I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to take the Lord's name in vain or even be perceived to be doing that. But they heard Jaina crying out to God for help. They heard her. They did and nothing. They did not do anything. They did nothing. Nothing. Multiple employees. Multiple employees did nothing. Okay, so this is where I want to share my hot tip that if you are ever if you ever find yourself in that situation, they do say do not yell for help, yell fire. Because People do not respond to yells for help. They respond to yells of fire. So I've heard um, like fire. I've heard, I've heard police officers say this. I've heard firefighters say this. If you need help, yell fire over because and over people, and over. Because that will affect them. Yes, because like, a fire will affect you. So you care. Um, so, and I mean, what you just told me is, I mean, that's, this is exactly why is that some people yeah. were listening to this woman being murdered and they did nothing. Yeah. For, for a period of time, like they heard stuff going on. So they put their ear to the wall and then it was dismissed by a manager. And then they went back five minutes later and it was still happening and they dismissed it again, like over and over again. And I am like, I am amazed that anyone put their name to this, to confess to this, but we know by name, the girl, she said she was one. And the only thing I could think of that why you would even admit to something like that is that you feel so guilty that you would have to confess it as a, an apology, some form of an apology. Now, yeah. the other people who heard it, 
don't say anything. But we actually have the name of one of the workers who testified. Yeah. yeah. And said that she heard she's, her say, she's cry not out to God for help. Yeah. She's not alone. Yeah. If you if you listen to stories, this is this is one of the things that you will learn is that bystanders will hear this kind of stuff and do nothing. Yeah. They can't they can't believe I mean there's some cognitive dissonance like yes. I can't believe that this would be happening. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen in real life. That doesn't happen here. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, all you have to do is call 911. Yeah, That's call nine one one. Call nine one one. And if you're the person being hurt, yell fire. There you go. That's a great tip. Um. Okay. So, yeah. There we go. So then we know that Brittany took a pair of size fourteen men's sneakers from inside the store, and walked through the scene repeatedly to make it look like a man had been at the scene. Then she cleaned mm. the shoes and she returned them. Mm. Brittany then moved Jaina's suspicious and illegally parked car and returned to the store. She inflicted injuries to herself. Mm. Again, some of these things, I don't know when or where in the timeline, but obviously we know they happened. Right. Um, uh, And then I just said, remember, many of her injuries were inflicted by Jaina fighting her attacker. And then the worst self-inflicted injury was that box cutter slipping during the attack. Right. Um, She cut open the crotch of her yoga pants. Wow. To further corroborate the disgusting story she lied about. Um, And she laid down in her innocent victim's blood and tied herself up and closed her eyes for however long she laid there again we don't know that but we know that she was laying there pretending to be unconscious but she clearly was not injured enough to be unconscious right uh so so she murdered a girl she had known for a few weeks over a pair of stolen yoga pants basically and they're expensive yoga pants but we're talking retail (laughs) for what 120 bucks like Certainly no. not. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're hundred twenty dollars more now. Yeah, it's probably more now for a pair honestly. of yoga pants. Yes. Um, oh. but certainly not enough. Like, no. Like what? The stupid. I mean, please don't murder anyone. But the stupidest amount of money to murder. Well, somebody and over. I mean, obviously, it was because she didn't want to get. She didn't want to lose her job. I mean, it was over her job, right. ultimately. Right. But so, well, and so here's the thing is, yeah, there were people that were like, so yeah, well, again, just as a reminder, she was arrested at the end of the week. Right. It didn't take long. No. Um, And she was not clever. No. She just assumed she could make up this crazy story and everyone would believe it. (laughs) And so that was what I was thinking as I was like, okay, so you could say that she, she concealed, she was trying to conceal her theft yeah by doing this whole thing yes but i'm like i find it hard to believe so her defense the defense brought basically tried to say that this wasn't premeditated and that it happened because there was a confrontation in the store now of course Brittany doesn't want to admit to stealing yoga pants so (laughs) 
this is a confrontation. The confrontation happens. And this is what leads to this fight, which leads to Brittany having scratches on her and bruises and Shayna having a severed sp spinal cord. You know, just how confrontations lead to that. Um, this is not a good defense, though. No, I don't, no. I'm, this is and so... Well, so here's the thing is that it makes it worse, too, in my mind, because if they had any sort of conversation about the yoga pants, it would have been Jaina saying, I called that other girl and she said she didn't sell you the pants, which means that Jaina knew it was too that not not uh, Brittany knew it would have been too late, like to kill her. It it would killing her wouldn't have covered up anything because Jaina already spoke to somebody else about it. Right. And so, like, and so in, I think she killed Jaina because she was just angry that yeah. Jaina was going to get her fired. I yeah. don't think this girl was held accountable for a moment in her life. And she couldn't like, she couldn't live in a world where she was going to be held where accountable. Someone could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She like, like Jaina can't exist in a world where Brittany is a nice girl who's who was a soccer player and is going to go work at a gym mm -hmm. like she can't Jaina can't exist in that world right because and, Jaina knows the truth right and Jay and all it would have taken is all it would have taken to enrage her is that Jaina was like no I really know you stole them right you know right um and Jaina, it was also the employees at the Apple store that heard and did nothing, had heard someone saying, like, look at me, talk to me, like, why are you doing this? And so if there was some sort of conversation after, like, she was, she was being attacked and Jaina was still trying to be like, what are you doing? Like, can we just talk about this, basically? Uh, this girl was, she did not do a thing to elicit this no. response. No. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that this is what, like, this is what pathological unchecked liars do. And so this is something anyone in the true crime community that like loves it understands that like any sort of violating of other people or their private property is an indicator that something worse can happen in the future. Mm -hmm. We know that. We know mm -hmm. that. And so people look at it and they go, mm -hmm. oh, well, like, like stealing stuff doesn't lead to murder. And it's like, it does all it, the time. It absolutely it literally does. Yeah. does all the time. Right. Because if you are displaying a total disregard for people's personal property, why doesn't that extend to their personal body if need be? Like, yeah. Um, and I just, so... I think she completely this was the whole thing in the in the court case is like was it premeditated did she just fly off the handle and black out and it's like I think she planned this all rather quickly yeah, yeah. I do think she's absolutely out of control um but she but in a way that would constitute her not receiving a just penalty absolutely not what um, was what penalty did she receive so she ended up getting life in prison with no parole which of course is what 33 years yeah like it's not even it doesn't mean no it doesn't mean it doesn't mean your life forever right uh depending on where you are i think it, that number is different but um yeah. 
if like it just means a long time but that's the thing is i think people think that life means oh they're just locked away forever and it doesn't mean it doesn't really mean that no um so her family was basically which would this surprise you does this tell you everything you need to know her family wanted her to have a life with the possibility of parole because that would just be too defeating for her to know that she could not get out yeah her family's obviously been making excuses for her her entire life yes instead of confronting her when she there is there is footage of some of her interviews and the interview that they basically the police confronted her in and they were like look we know you did this like we know it was you um at one point she's like i just want to talk to my brother and so the brother comes in this was for some reason considered hearsay and not admissible in the court case but you can watch it on youtube um where and so he's like he's like Brittany, did you do this and they're talking with like their mouths barely moving and it's like okay also get a lawyer and you're being recorded duh (laughs) (laughs) apparently it can be thrown out though so you know but yeah so he's like if you she's like i just don't he's like did you do this like if you did this we need to get you a lawyer that's just what we need to do and i was just like he knows the drill he knows yeah here's her brother he knows the drill Brittany stole something she's lying come in figure it out fix it for her like and she was like i just don't want you to be disappointed in me i just want to go home i don't want you to be disappointed in me yep yeah that is that is man listen for that Oh, I just didn't want you to be mad at me. Listen for that. Well, and that's the thing too, is people want to be like, oh, well, she just like, she was so, she just so regretted. It's like, no, because she, she killed a girl brutally. And then a few hours after she laid in her blood for several hours. And then when the police interviewed her, she was like this meek victim. Yeah. No. So once a person has shown you that they're a liar, you cannot believe the anything that they say. You just no. can't like no. whether it's like, no. even if it's I'm sorry, but to an extent, like even if it's an apology, yeah, like it, there's really, yeah. a, especially in a situation where there should just, there needs to be legal justice. Like I'm oh, sorry, yeah. an apology, no matter how meek and gentle is not, it's not going to cut it for this. Like, or no. I'm just afraid you're going to be disappointed in me. And that was just like a total, like what planet are you living on? Like, and not even a, they're not even a connection in that moment to what she did. No. Um, Cause she can't. And that's the thing is no people, responsibility. And, yes. People in our culture will say, well, oh, she's so sick. And it's like, no, she is so detached from responsibility that she has literally, it's like, we see it as a, as an illness, but what she has literally done is just created this alternate version of herself where she is innocent or yeah. I have to create I have to, cre- I created this alternate universe where I never tell lies and I never steal anything. And Jaina is messing with that. Like yep. that, that is what is happening yep. in the mind of a pathological liar and thief. Yes. That that's just how it is. Well, and even just saying, I don't want you to be disappointed in me is an admittance. 
like that there's something to be disappointed in. So it's like, I'm not going to tell you what happened because I don't want you to be disappointed acknowledges that there is something worth being disappointed in. Although disappointed is obviously not the right word. Even disappointed points to, I am seriously going to downgrade the severity of the situation because disappointed. And there's a way in which it's like putting the responsibility on the person asking to not even ask because now you're making me feel bad by asking me what's happened, what I I did, and then possibly being disappointed in it means you need to let this go because you're making me feel bad. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, she was not sick. She was not out of control. She was not blacking out. No. She was a person infected by sin. Yeah, infected by totally yes. uh, unchecked sin. Mm-hmm. Never Completely. taking responsibility for and, her actions. Right. And and just so you know, this is this it's it's so poisonous that we view this person as someone who's just like, well, people don't do this. People don't do this. Well, people don't do this. Like. Yeah. She's yeah. got to have something going on. And it's like, no, people do this. People do this. And it yeah. may not, it may not always, it may not always get to the point that it got, but this is what sin does. Yeah. She loves her like, sin. She just yeah. loves her sin. Yes. She didn't want yes. her sin to be found out so she could go on sinning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, that's all it is. I, I do hate when people want to kind of fancify like their sin into like, anything else and it's like no this is just this is just what you love you love being you love getting away with things you love stealing things you love lying and that's what you love and you Mm -hmm. can pretend otherwise but when someone was going to get in the way of it you attacked them over what 330 times yes that tells yes. me what you that tells me what you love. That's yes. a serious love yes. right there. You she ate different weapons. That means she attacked this girl and then looked around for other things and then attacked her more and kept attacking her until she couldn't until there was nothing left to attack. Like this girl, this girl was brutally killed. Like hatred. She hated Jaina mm. for knowing that she was not a good person. Mm. Jaina knew and now like it sounds like Jaina wasn't even taking the stance we are she was trying to be like why would you do like you know like let's talk about this like tried to fight well she was doing her job she's the manager of the store she's just doing her job right you know 100% that when she was the manager right Jaina was the manager yeah Okay, so when Brittany got transferred to her store, she knows why Brittany was transferred. And she 100% was told by her boss that you have to watch out and report on this girl. So she was just doing her job. It was worse than that because they had had multiple items go missing in the store. And Brittany was the common employee working. And so they couldn't prove it they were already thinking she had been working there for two to three weeks and they were already certain that she was stealing. They just had to prove it. Of course she was going to check Brittany's bag. Right. She had to. Right. It was her job. And you know, what's interesting is like Brittany knew her bag was going to be checked, but she just thought 
this is loving what thought, you love. I'll just yeah yeah it's I'll just tell I'll just tell her that I bought it from this person right right this is just loving what you love this she just loved what she loved I think that's something so simple that I this is what I've been talking to my kids about is just like if you ever look at a situation and go I don't know why a person is acting like that do you just need to look for what they're loving and if it doesn't make sense, it's because what they're loving is sin because loving sin doesn't yeah. make sense. Right. So if you can't make sense of these actions, it's just look for where the love is. What is this person loving? What are they protecting? And that will tell you, that will tell you everything. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What was the thing okay. you said? Yeah. What so was the thing you said? Thieving and lying go together. And I think because stealing is a form of lying because it's saying that I, what you have is not yours. I'm free to take it. Right. Like I can, like your property being mine is what is true, which is a lie. Yeah. yeah. And it always involves it always involves deception. You have to deceive to lie. And so liars and thieves, they're just the, they're, they, you, if you're, if you're in the practice of constantly lying, it's going to come out of your fingertips. Like, and yeah. thieving is lying. It has to be done in secret. Um, you have to plan for it. Just like you have to plan for a lie if it's going to work. Um, and it is lying about the thing that's being stolen it's saying this is mine even though it's not and so there's no such right there's no such thing as an honest thief i think that's like a thing people say yeah like there's no mm -hmm. such thing as an honest thief because it's all the same like it all um it's the same impulse of of not being true not being honest not being right and so you can just expect if somebody is a liar look around eventually you'll find out that they're also a thief it just, it's inescapable. It's just a law. I think it's just yeah. a law. It's yeah. just a law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> yep. Um, well, so she's okay. in jail now. Well, so, yep. So she's in jail in Maryland and she was convicted on uh, January 27th, 2012 mm. and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And in 2015, she tried to appeal twice um and those were rejected oh good yeah just because they they tried to get into some like evidence but basically the court was just like the evidence is overwhelming what oh happened? yeah yeah um like there just because there was no there was nobody else there right there was nobody else there but Brittany right. and Dana. like there was no man there was no no one like right right it was no, her. it was it was her there's no yeah. question about that yeah i just hope i mean obviously i think in stories like that that uh the death penalty is justice but i don't i doubt they have the death penalty in maryland oh i'm i mean well so in washington dc you can be put to death for treason oh well <laughs> Well, that place um, would be empty, wouldn't it? 
don't know how much that's being actually uh observed (laughs) (laughs) but is not being observed but um yeah i'm pretty sure that's like federally according to federal law that's like one of the only things you can currently be obviously in some murder instances but even then a lot of times people just sit on death row for until they decades and yeah yeah um yeah that's actually death row is probably more of what people think of when you say life without the possibility of parole right but anyway so um yeah i am pleased that at least i mean again i'm not i don't think that the proper justice was done no but i am glad that I mean, this, ha- oh man, do I even want to get into if this had happened any time after 2016? Like, would Why? we be, well, I guess. Because yes, we haven't I mentioned. shouldn't get into it. We haven't mentioned skin color yet, have we? Yeah. Well, I had mentioned that she had claimed one of the men had called her a racial slur, but. I'm not I'm not saying that Brittany killed her because of the color of her skin. That's insane. <laughs> right. But we are dealing with uh, two women of different races. And I just think if this had happened after 2016, you'd be dealing with a totally different oh, yeah. uh, court proceeding. And I don't know. I'm sure maybe someone will have an opinion on me saying that. But I just. <laughs> uh, no, but that's I just reality. Yeah. Yeah. It just it's just well, it's it already very common in the true crime community to I know there's like podcasts now that are so woke that they won't even if a white blonde woman has been murdered they won't talk about it yeah right um they like exclusively yeah the 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 stupid idea being that we only care if white women are killed um is the very stupid position that people take so um it doesn't surprise me yeah i mean you're right like if uh i'm assuming Brittany norwood was not white and i'm assuming gina based on what you're saying was white so yes uh yeah i'm sure that this story would not be covered the same at all which is super unfortunate um and just not how it should be yeah but it i i am glad that so technically by american standards in 2012 i think she probably received the most extreme penalty that she possibly could Hmm. uh and that's that's at least some i mean again i don't that's not my standard of what i think legal justice should be but uh it it is it's probably the best thing about this story (laughs) um again right this is just a story that i don't even like but uh, hopefully you can tell that all of the uh the conversation about lying and loving sin would it would at least add some context as to why i yeah. felt like we could talk about it here um well and if you get but, anything yeah. out of this hopefully hopefully if anyone gets anything just remembers anything it's to yell fire if they need assistance (laughs) yes it's to if someone needs help don't assume someone else is doing it is going to help and Uh, you don't need to um and if you feel like right feel like you need to call someone to help you should do that (laughs) you should definitely do that yes and you know just don't um 
don't ignore people's lives because they're inconvenient. Oh yeah. No. Especially your children. (laughs) Oh man. You got to confront those babies. If you're not practicing with your kids, how to tell the truth, even when you might, and don't, don't ever let, I know there's probably some well-meaning moms out there who are like, oh, my kid didn't want to tell the truth because I'd be disappointed in them. No, no. That's called an excuse. That's Mm -hmm. called an excuse. And we don't, um, your disappointment as a parent is not God and should not guide their feelings or choices. Their feelings and choices should be guided by what is honoring and pleasing to the Lord. So do not ever allow your children to pretend to bow down to you. They should tell the truth, not because it might disappoint you if they don't, but because they must glorify God and reflect him. So it's not about disappointment. Anyway. Agreed. Okay. There's your mom tip for the day. Okay. You guys. <laughs> yeah. There oh, is many, no. Many tips. I am. I will tell you that uh, the only funny thing I can, the only levity I can bring at this moment is to tell you that, you know, I have my note where I keep like things that might be worth like chatting about, like, oh yeah, funny mm-hmm. little things or whatever. And then like, I write them down, but I don't write the context. So I have this note yeah. that has just meaningless things. Just like a weird piece of prose. But yeah. It's just like it's all the, like, <laughs> it's all disconnected and um, postmodern poetry. Yeah, I was looking at it and it was like, tickle me tender. And I was like, what does that even mean? Remember, that's Shiver Me Timbers. That's what Janie thought. Oh, yes. Janie would yell, tickle me tender when she was pretending to be a pirate because she thought when she heard Shiver Me Timbers, she heard tickle me tender. So in my note, I'm just like, what? So here's what I don't. I don't know why I wrote this, but it just says I'm too bratty to do it now. And I just like, you guys, Mm. when I know what on earth I was too bratty to do now, I will tell you. But I I'm looking at it. I'm just like too bratty. (laughs) I'm too bratty to do it now. What does that even do it now? What is I don't know. I guess I'm just going to be like asking myself Hmm. if I'm like procrastinating. Am I being a brat? Have you asked your kids? Yeah, no, I haven't asked your kids. No too bratty to do it now sometimes they're good historians yeah that's true my my kids are excellent sometimes historians. they know about that stuff someone came back to church and they were like she's dating so-and-so and I'm like, what are you guys talking about <laughs> and then i was like wait wait is this my business i don't know stop stop don't tell me anything else <laughs> don't tell anyone anything else be quiet what are you talking about yep we're all minding our business here <laughs> We are business minders. Okay. You guys, you guys can leave us a voicemail at 470. Except for if someone is crying for help. Yes. <laughs> Just call 911. That is your business. <sighs> leave that's, us a voicemail. Right, that's your business. That is your business. <laughs> that was like, that was so funny because the other day, like there was some drama because one of my kids was itchy it's a long story, but what was so funny is that I was like, listen, if your brother is itchy, just like leave him alone. He can itch. You don't need to itch your brother for him. Like, <laughs> don't get involved. Like, if someone else is itchy, let them itch their own mm-hmm. bug bite. And then my daughter goes, well, 
Is that how I love my neighbor? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Letting someone itch their own bug bite or itchy skin or whatever is loving your neighbor. I promise. Okay. I'm really going to end this now. You can leave us a voicemail at <laughs> 470-465-0475. Don't forget to join us at patreon.com slash theologians. And we will see y'all next week. See ya. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down.